1: over there we've just recorded the beginning of this episode and had to stop and restart it (laughs) because so if you're new to the podcast I'd say maybe listen to another one pop pop, pop away (laughs) pop pop, (laughs) away or pop back and just if, if you liked it then you'll really like all the other episodes so each week we do a how to We've had over the years the odd message about, like, oh, could you do one about makeup, for example? Or oh, not even for example, specifically, because this one's about makeup. Tessa's received them and gone, like, oh, I don't really know anything about makeup, so I don't know. I'm not, no. And I received them and was like, oh, okay, absolutely. And often they're after we've done Nobody Panic Live. And then Tessa. <laughs> tried to give me a compliment, which is that like people were saying that my they liked my makeup. And I spiraled for about 10 minutes until producer Naomi had to be like, shall we stop and start again? <laughs>
2: I voted that you just hear the raw, <laughs> the raw experience. Yes. But it, I was outvoted and uh, it was concluded to be um, unlistenable as, <laughs> as an audio experience. It was just two women squealing. Um, so, as is often the case, more to unpack than we initially thought <laughs> about the makeup. Yes. I think mean, there was just a, a frank exchange of ideas um, yes, about, about but it. Tessa, but
1: Tessa was like, you know, you, you do you make makeup nice and well and I couldn't accept that and then felt like I was what well, I'd said is, so would come on and gone hey everybody um, so everyone keeps asking me like how did you make up Stevie and I was like I'll tell you and then I heard myself sort of say not that but I felt like I'd said that and
2: then I unfortunately crushed Stevie's confidence which was completely not my intention and I'm very very sorry Absolutely about fine. it and I would also say like I watch various Instagram people I-, I would contentedly watch them tell me about their makeup routine I do think All it's quite day. interesting it's,
1: it, is, it is interesting it's just an interesting thing to listen to Yes, but Um, I'm not going to do an episode about my makeup routine because the whole point is that (laughs) makeup is not like... Here we go again. No, 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 I'm not spiralling, don't worry. This is actually what I wanted to start off as before we go into our our adult thing, is that watching people do their makeup is obviously fascinating and hearing about people's routines, whatever, is like, oh, great. It is completely irrelevant to your own face, like completely Completely irrelevant. irrelevant. And that's one of the big, I think, problems and why people, for example, we got a message that sort of tipped me over the edge to be like, yes, let's absolutely do this episode. Someone messaged at sort of like 9am, which makes me think they were like in the middle of doing their makeup for the day. Hello, Charlie. It was a year ago. Oh, really sorry. How to do your makeup? Uh, Crying face. I'm just slapping everything on and hoping for the best? (laughs) Question mark. And that's kind of how it feels. You're just like, everyone's learned this makeup stuff and I don't know how to do it. And so I think that's the starting point rather than like, How do I personally do my eyebrows? Because I don't have your eyebrows, for example. And what I would say, in the uh, spiralling, you were talking about how I do my makeup and I have nice makeup. But also, like Tessa, often you believe that you don't know anything about makeup. But then in the last few years... Every time I've seen you at a public-facing function, shall we say, mm. you've done your makeup so perfectly for your face. Like you do, you do because if you put loads of makeup on, you know, like it wouldn't look right. You, you basically do the perfect like amount of mascara, and then you do, you've got a really nice foundation, and then you also like will occasionally experiment with lip color, and then and then go do it like a clown. And then I have to like go, no, and then you wipe it off. Like that's basically the... the, the And and round the circle goes. And round the circle goes. I think it
2: is that that is a case of just many years of being like, I think it's just this. And also, I suppose we are very lucky in that um, we have jobs that occasionally find us in a professional makeup chair. Yeah. And... You love that, don't you? Yes. I hate it. Yes. But I would say I used to love it way more. Because I was so trusting of like, you just do it, you fix it, You're you the do expert, this. Yeah. And then afterwards I would sort of look in the mirror and be like, Who's that? You know, I would feel so unlike myself. Whereas you were very quick to be like, just this, please. And I know what I want and I know myself. And I've now got myself more to a place of being like, This is correct for me. Yeah. This is what I want. This is what my skin is. And I think I definitely went through certainly only until the last couple of years so from being a teenager till now it was very much like someone else will know you do it and if I ever I found myself in the John Lewis cosmetic section quite often when you know bored people would be like do you want to sit in the chair and I'll do a horse head of face of
1: makeup a horse head of face makeup that's right (laughs) that's what they were offering they they do (laughs) they will do that. John Lewis's farm I was like, I whole, love it. I, I think you have the whole head of makeup, didn't you? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah,
2: whole face of makeup, whole face mm. of makeup, and I would love having it done, and then I would leave and be like,
1: oh no. Yeah, that is. I remember when I went to the benefit. Counter for the first time, I was like, do my eyebrows. Then I left, and it just felt like I'd grouch marks as eyebrows. It's like mm. so much of it is as ever. It's not about the makeup on your face, it's about the makeup inside your soul. Wow. And also, it's about how you feel about your face. And it's about this very specific relationship you have with yourself rather than like, if you do your under eye concealer in this pattern, it will look great. Like it won't, because mm. the person t- who's telling you that on TikTok or whatever. Because it looks great for them. So you go, yeah, that looks great. And then you try it and you go, hang on, I just look like that hasn't covered anything. Mm. And there's a lot of that. I still s- struggle with that even now. And I, I've done make. I think I've done a full face of makeup since I was 12. Um, what's the most adult thing you've done this week? Well, mine happened very recently. Oh, yeah. Okay, so
2: yesterday, uh, producer Naomi messaged me at 2.56pm and mm. said, can I borrow your copy of Monica Heisey's book? After we'd had Monica right. Heisey on the yes. podcast. At 2.56pm, The same minute Mm. I replied to say, this is who I am now. I saw your message. I rose, collected it from the bookshelf and put it in my bag for tomorrow. Because I saw the message and I was like, I said out loud, yeah, of course you can. (laughs) (laughs) And then me in the past would have just forgotten that for weeks and weeks. Yeah. I would have remembered halfway through the cycle and then I would have been very cross with myself on the mm. way here. and then I was like nope I see it I pick it I get it
1: My adult <laughs> thing very quickly very similar to yours um, have a thing after this recording Ooh. Um, just an audition um, Ooh. But, oh, but I have to like dress in a, in a particular way and I was like panicking about it and then um, normally what would happen every time I've had something after this and just nothing just dressing my own body is I wake up late and then just scream my throwing stuff out the wardrobe, and I get really annoyed, and things like. That. So I laid all my clothes out. I actually uh, put my clothes. Out and like the jacket over the top as if it was a little shrunken flat man and was like, yeah, that works. And then, oh then wow, it, wow, wow! And then hung it up because it's a suit jacket, which actually I just then came in and just sat on. Mm. So it's out there now. And yeah, hung it up. So when I when I rose, I then just took it off the hanger and put it on. Which sounds like I should have got that sorted before this stage of my life, but I haven't. So that's one of the first times I've ever done that. That's really, really good. Yeah, I felt. Very strong, yeah, and, um, and embarrassed when I was getting dressed because I was like, I just—I've never dressed myself appropriately. Stevie, my story was about putting a book in my bag. <laughs> It's just so, and, yes. I, and
2: then I said the phrase. The electricity of that experience <laughs> has carried me through till
1: now. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's so silly. Yeah, no, right, you're right. I um, I feel the heat, and I've dressed myself. Well done. Talking of doing things for yourself, mm. so obviously you do put makeup on now. Mm. But do you remember last time we recorded, and I forgot my makeup bag, and we had guests, and also I just kept saying every half an hour, "I'm so sorry, I'm not wearing any makeup," and I felt like a like I felt like a bald baked bean. So that. That's obviously my relationship with makeup is that like I just have done it for so long. And I also it comes from a place of deep insecurity about my facial features. So I'm like, oh, I've got I've, I must do something. Whereas I've always thought it's very cool that you don't wear makeup because it just implies that you're just very chill about your face. And are you? <laughs> Sorry, no, 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 no. And what's your what's a, So what's and your. response how would you respond? So what's, what's, no, what I mean is so what's your relationship? That's my relationship with makeup. What's your relationship with makeup? from yeah like
2: from birth thank you for the fantastic question my relationship with makeup is I'm very aware that I really lucked out genetically and didn't have a a skin problem as
1: a teenager yes right Um,
2: my mum didn't really have a lot of makeup in the house so like as a teenager I sort of went through her makeup bag that's
1: quite a formative thing I think because my mum does have would like I'd sit and watch and she do, like she was really particular about her makeup bag and it was like a, a bag of wonder. Yeah. But if your mum doesn't, then what? where are you, you know? Exactly. So she had a lot of creams. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, you love a I cream! I love creams. Yeah. You love cold creams. I love creams. <laughs> like a woman in the 20s. Yeah. I, love I love it. I love cream. Yeah, exactly yeah. a
2: woman in the 20s loved to put a cold cream on. <laughs> and I guess that's because what mum did have. Um, but she didn't have, We had, she had one Elizabeth Arden mascara mm-hmm. that she got every Christmas. And so by, you know, November, that was just a dry... Oh, stick. yeah, yeah. A twig. <laughs> that was a twig, and she had one bronzer that was way too dark.
1: You're really into bronzer as well. Yeah, like those th- are the, those things are the she... first things that you would do. Yeah, you, Tessa would take my makeup brush and without any makeup on it would just go, "Excuse me, can I?" And then just just put it on her face. Yeah, just I just loved the, the feeling of the brush before we went yeah. on stage. <laughs> like in the middle, of it, I'm like plastering, grouting across my. And now, like, well, Tessa's just wafted a bit of bristle, and she's good to go. And that's- <laughs> and she's, you like know, you looked great she's wafted the bristle and she's off <laughs> um and yeah so I guess I just those are the
2: only two things and that she ever had and then when people sort of started getting makeup when we were teenagers you instead know, sort of going to a party sometimes be like oh I'm allergic to that I have very very sensitive skin and so when we'd put on like a foundation or a, anything thick like that I'd immediately be like I can't keep this on my mm. face so I just was like that's not for me I can't have it on. So just never did, and then I, over the years have been always like, oh, I can't do it, and everyone else manages to do this thing, and, and then I've come to the conclusion of being like, I think I just have to accept that I can do a, a mascara mm-hmm. and a lovely brush mm. and a, a little bit of touche cla. Yeah, you love to do a little touche cla just here under the eyebrow to give a little experience of lightening.
1: You do it very dark under the eyebrows, <laughs> I'm joking. I, know, but
2: that's the, I don't think it really does anything, but it made no. me feel nice. And yeah. then I put a little bit, and I used to have, just to talk you through the, the routine. I, I'm
1: really into it. Okay, so we begin the routine with this. <laughs> <laughs> just going to read it out. I thought it was shoe polish when you yeah. turned around. Uh, O'Keefe's Working Hands <laughs> Hand Cream for Extremely Dry Cracked Hands. <laughs> yeah, it's in a, gre- a green circular tint. It does it look, look like, like shoe polish.
0: It looks like shoe polish. Yeah.
2: There you go. And you put little, that on uh, your face. Uh, that, that. Yeah, I put that on the face. <laughs> I put, okay. um, As a base layer, anything in the house. So around my house are a number of like serums, pots, creams, ointments, of course. Of course. Um, any old uh, anything that's like called like extreme hydration or is basically like an oil. Like mm. at one point I was just putting like bio oil.
1: Oh yes. And yes, baby yes.
2: oil like directly onto my. Which face. is fine. Yeah, I'm dry as the desert. Mm. So I, I cream up. <laughs> you lube. You, you, you lube up. <laughs> The and then slip through the door. Use the creams at will. Mm. Yeah. Never check what you're supposed to do with them. Slop them up. Great. Then, normal day, uh, nothing. Yes. It's just to, when I then go to a party, really give them, you know, give them... What they want. <laughs> give them what they want. <laughs> you know, scrub up. Yeah. Um. So, day to day, nothing, Um. because I don't care. And also, I think when I used to put it on, I would just always forget or I'd rub my face or then I someone would always yeah. be like it's just so much I was constantly people would be like you, by the way you've got mascara on your teeth you
1: know you've got hair <laughs>
2: all over the shop. Yeah, but also
1: as well like you are it's about like about how you feel and you are so used to your face without makeup. Mm. That, so like during lockdown I completely stopped wearing makeup and uh, so I was doing like sketches online and stuff and for a lot of them I wasn't wearing any makeup and I thought like god this is fine now I've started wearing makeup again I look back I'm like Jesus Christ I look like a bald baked bean again mm. because you, what's sad is that then when the lockdown lifted and I started to wear makeup again I remember the first time I put it on to go for a drink with someone and I was like I look like the Joker It's like no I, look so, I really felt I didn't but I but I, I just done a tiny amount and I was like I oh, look like I'm wearing a full mask like I'm like the, mm. I look like the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> um, so <laughs> intense I, I just, every, well, I'm I not going to do this anymore I'm just going to do I'm going to be like Tesla, and then I fell back into it and then now I'm back in the thing where when, when I'm not wearing makeup I see myself as looking so much more tired but if you weren't wearing makeup anyway then yeah you're kind of used to your own face bald which I think is a really positive that is a really positive thing but not everyone can you know get there is what I'm saying so don't, don't feel bad if no, you're listening and you're hard. like oh I do wear makeup I know I know it's definitely
2: that was definitely an active choice I well it was not really active choice it's a bit like this doesn't sound like an active choice no. but it sounds
1: like something that you've accepted and now, and you're like cool with I
2: think it was a bit like when various hairdressers said I wasn't allowed a fringe you know they were like what was that upkeep
1: you're yeah not, fair you, Actually, you're fair not point. gonna do it no
2: that's great. They, lo- they were like there's no way you know I was like are you gonna get up every day an hour early and like do your fringe and oh I was like oh my gosh no. no and then he was like well you can't Me have either. one then
1: I've got a fringe and I really liked it when they did it and then I have to pin it back here because so when I went to get my hair cut last week she went oh you've got one of them like because I've got like you know like Dolly Alderton has like beautiful like Bridget Bardot style mm. kind of like I, I basically got one of those and was like god I look beautiful she basically did a thing with a hair dryer and was like this is how you make it and I was like oh great haven't done it since won't do it again so I'm just letting it grow out because I can't have one so it's not just you like with the fringe thing I think that is like a gen like it's just a pain in the ass yeah but that's the
2: thing, like it's something that if you get joy out of doing your makeup or doing your fringe it's like great do it so it's like know yourself and I was like similarly with the makeup I was like I'm never gonna get up early and like do this well So I just won't. It's much, much harder to unlearn that as an idea, to be like, I'm now going to be a person who doesn't wear makeup every day when you have done since you were 12, you know, whereas I just never had. So it was just a natural, it was a barely one step to the left to be the decision to be like, I just won't wear makeup in the day every day. But also it means that when you don't wear it very often, and then when you put it on, you're like, oh my God, I'm a princess. (laughs) I suppose people are like, how do you feel not awkward at a party? Or how do you feel so confident? I'm like, well, I think
1: I look like a princess in a lake, you know? Yes. A good, sturdy, self, self-confident like pre- base. Yeah. And, and then added. added yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, not wanting to get up earlier. And those two things collide.
2: I didn't really use it as a foundation, but it was like a lovely BB cream, like a mousse. Yeah. Um, I used to love um, Dream Matt Moose. Dream Matt Moose. I loved the feel
1: of it, and oh, that's what all the girls. Someone wore. described
2: it as um, the look, feel, and texture of a tiramisu.
1: And I was like, Jesus Christ! It is, yeah. Oh, that's or a exactly mousse. what it was like. <laughs> sure, sure, or a moose. <laughs> now you say it; it's got the word in the title. Yeah, that is also a great example of like just putting something on because it was the thing mm. and completely irrelevant. To actually, if it looked good or not. Mid two thousands, people were doing a nude lip people, with your tiramisu. With people would get stick concealer mm. and use it as lipstick in high mm. school. Yeah, and then put lipstick over the top. I did it, and also it would clag around, mm. so you look like you'd eaten skin. Like the whole thing is absolutely <laughs> horrific. Um, <laughs> so, and also, the, like it look, you look dead. Anyway, fine, right? So obviously, no. Sorry, I'm trying to tell you about my BB cream. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's La Roche Posay. Very expensive and nice. Yeah,
2: it came out of your beauty cupboard when you worked at the debrief ten years ago. That's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. It's it's gone off by now. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. And then the last dregs of it um, got confiscated at Gatwick, (sighs) and by confiscated I mean I left them there.
1: That's
0: very
2: which is a terrible blow. Yeah. And it's been discontinued. And I feel furious because when you do find something that you really love, it's so hard.
1: Okay, we begin your routine. There's no no because the whole no I don't do anything. So I just woke up like this. <laughs> the thing is, well yeah, I could I can say what my routine is, but it's almost irrelevant because basically I've tried all of the things and done all of the things you'd imagine. When I heard about the cleanse, tone, and moisturise, when I was like ten, I was like right, I'm doing that. Like I saved up all, all my money from my I don't know pound a week I got. And I bought that and obviously came out in a rash immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is pointless. What was the initial thing of being like, this is what I want to spend my pocket money on? Of course. Let's go back even further yeah, to the moment um, of your conception. So the moment of conception. Um, my mum does her makeup incredibly well. Still does. Looks beautiful. I think, all the time. And she also as well is very genetically blessed. So she is beautiful. She also has very, very sensitive skin. So she always would use aqueous cream. And that was like the things, the aqueous cream, because she couldn't use the fancy stuff. So I was like, well, I want to try the fancy stuff because like mum used the aqueous cream. And like, but like, I, I want to try the kind of like, go one step further because I wasn't allowed to wear makeup because I was like 10. So my skin routine became like my thing. But mm-hmm. then like, I couldn't do it because turns out it faced my mess. That cycle of trying things to do the cleanse, tone and moisturise, realising my face is a mess and trying something else. Ended uh, five years ago when I realized aqua cream is the best thing for my skin. So now I just use aqua cream. Like getting out of the shower and you're like, oh, I bet the molten brown one is like, or the you know, like oh, what like fucking Chanel have come up with a new body cream? I've got it. Turns out the um, like uh, coconut oil is the 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 only thing that will work on my skin as well. So like it's basically trying everything and then stop thinking about what everyone else is doing and actually realize what is good for you. Small sidebar: often in those like um,
2: you know Victoria Beckham, let's look in her makeup case in a magazine they're always all the women are always saying oh it's Nivea number seven the blue cream and oh, I'm yeah. always like as if no. you're just pretending it's a real sort of like oh my god what I really love is a burrito and you're like shut your goddamn mouth you haven't had a burrito since 1994 yes and I really was very anti number seven for this exact reason and then I actually tried that number seven blue cream and I was like
1: mm, it is nice this
2: is very nice very cheap and very just like extremely hydrating and good yeah and I'm like I'm open to the idea actually some of the like, staple cheap stuff that's been like, we're doing the same thing for the last 30 years is actually quite
1: good. It's actually quite good, yeah. But then like occasionally, for example, like there's a foundation and concealer that I use, I think it's called like Shishido or something. And that's quite expensive. And I've only just re- recently discovered it and I quite like it. But then like, I'm not going to say that's the only foundation that will work. Because it doesn't, it isn't. Like, it won't work Mm -hmm. for you. And having, like, things like saying, like, have an SPF in your foundation. Like, yeah, good. But then some people will be like, you've got to put SPF on anyway. So you're like, fuck this. Like, the whole thing is, like everything else, there's not a right answer. And even if you get the right answer, you'll find an article going, that's actually really bad for you. So Mm -hmm. you shouldn't. So that's why you've literally just got to find out what you like. The next big learning thing was the thing that, I think we all know academically, but in practice, it's so hard to get away from which is when you look at those like TikTok makeup things it won't work on your face they're all either f- really fit and so then when they do anything they're like how to make your eyes bigger you're like, your eyes are massive or like my thing is like I you know I'll be like under eye circles and like eyes sort of so they're not so like close together so like that's my thing I'm always like I have got eyes like cyclops yeah. like I literally look, I look like a cyclops how to not look like a cyclops um, and so I watch loads of those things. And of course, all the girls doing it, they don't actually need it. There's a lot of TikTok, a lot of Instagram, a lot of that stuff is just lies. So I feel like if you're going to go into that thing, you've got to go into it in like a research capacity and just be like, right, find someone that looks quite like you and does stuff that you'd really like to do. But the looking quite like you is really crucial. Just like if you're trying to do kind of like, I don't know, my sister follows loads of fashion people to kind of get ideas for outfits. And she follows people who are the same size as her. And just like, if you're not that size, you have to find other influencers who are bigger, smaller, curvy, a size 12 to 14 or a size 6. And there's so so many to pick from. And you pick those people so you see what the clothes will actually look like styled on a body that looks like your body. Mm. And then and then and so then if you look at it and go, God, that looks good, you can legitimately recreate that mm. rather than going, God, that looks good on a model. Like, yeah, of course no it shit. looks good. I think with the facial thing, it's not just like, oh, their face looks like mine. It's
2: like, maybe you need one person for the eyes, one person for your nose, one yes. person for your lips, one person for their chin, one person for this, and be like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing on the chin today? What are we doing you know? on my
1: chin? And targeting bits are like, there'll be bits that, I think there'll be bits that you go oh I want to look like that and then you try it and it just doesn't work so then mm. rather than just go well I can never wear eyeliner because I can't do a big Amy has cat eye very up to date reference there um, or like lipstick's a really great one because lips are very particular so it's like I want to do a red lip but I've got thin lips so I feel like that just doesn't look good so it's like okay well maybe it's just that red like don't do red Try and do like one that's closer to your normal lip color. And then once you get kind of fine wearing that without feeling very self conscious, then go a bit more red. And then go but rather than going like, well, I can't do a scarlet lip from nothing. So what's the point? Mm. Or I can't do liquid eyeliner, huge cat eyes. I'm just never going to wear eye makeup. Mm. If you don't what to wear eye makeup? Don't wear eye makeup, that's fine. But like, it's not all or nothing. Eyes are really good because um there are loads of really good um different types of ways of doing eyeliner. So basically little tiny and like having fun and going like, this is a fun thing rather than going, oh God, like mm. I, I don't look like that 18 year old girl. You're like, well, no, you don't because they're completely different facial shape mm. to you. Um But, the point is that you said earlier which is just like the main point is if you don't find it fun, you don't, like don't do it. Like if you don't, if you're like oh god, everyone else is d- doing their makeup and I'm not asked, like you're not asked, that's all right. The message
2: is always is simply live your life. Mm. But I think what I'm going to take away is being like I'm maybe going to Google like different types of eye and yes. try and work out what kind of what eye, is an eye. What is an eye? Mm. <laughs> and then I'm going to maybe the, hopefully I'll find a chart. I'm just hoping the, the internet chart. I've got art out there it's like here are all the different eye shapes yeah and I'll be like okay what kind of eye shape have I got and then go for, start from there to be like okay is there other interesting stuff I could do
1: yeah because you could do like sort of like a torque, like a very light brown pencil and then smudged it and just try so, so it almost looks or oh, um the, the great one is eyeshadow, just like a very, very light brown eyeshadow and just kind of did around, like, and just tried to see what happens if you do that, mm. smudging, it smudging it and smudging it. So it's really, really gentle, like the gentler the better to start with. Mm. Whereas when you're a teenager and you're like trying out makeup, it's like, you just want to like put everything, like, you know, that's why everyone walked around looking wild because everyone's just like, everything. But now, you know, you could actually like have a go without going straight in at, oh, this is how Kim Kardashian does her eyes. You're like, well, that's impossible for most, for anyone, yeah. really. Because those are Kim Kardashian's
2: eyes. Kim, so also, all you're really the- learning on those Instagrams is, like, how to do that person's
1: makeup. Yeah, and a know? lot of them, a lot of the eye ones as well, they'll look, they're really tricksy because they'll look, there'll be a close-up and it'll look great, but then you'll notice, like, none of the skin is, like, moving. Like, because that person may have had, like, some sort of, work on they've got very tight skins oh listen all that stuff
2: <sighs> let me tell you something from the grout community <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think it's about time we brought yeah. that up actually yeah everyone's yeah.
2: clamoring for some work from grout um that's what i'm advertised constantly on instagram
1: grouting yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> so we the like suge- <laughs> yeah
2: okay in the suggested posts yeah. or whatever <laughs> it's grouting yeah a lot of grout or a lot of like <laughs> this this amazing thing that like does this quickly it's DIY all,
1: yeah DIY right.
2: or like cleaning <laughs> like a lot of like um, getting the the white in your, between your tiles clean or something like that yes okay, okay. some of that shit you know
1: so you've, you've been doing a lot of um, DIY recently yeah but they, they also
2: know that this is long before that I was always obsessed with anything that was like quick and easy fix okay that was always what they're advertising to me Anyway, one of the things that I have been watching for a while, every time it pops up, and I do think, God, that looks satisfying to use, is this thing that like goes along your grout, <laughs> <laughs> which is the bit between your tiles.
1: Yes, and then it just like the little machine goes along, and then the back behind it is just immaculate. Oh my gosh, you're it's it's the fucking um, the mop, yeah, that only goes along the kitchen floor. Yeah, and then it's and it's like a it's like a track, like an ice rink, like it's ploughing a plowing, field. Yeah
2: and you're like I want that. Yeah. I want to do those incredibly I satisfying yeah things. Then, so I've been watching it for a while, considering getting it. Mm. Somebody in the in the grout community <laughs> comments yeah. was like, "This video is backwards. That's how they get them to look like that." <gasps> yeah. So it is or it's already clean, oh, and then the thing goes along and puts the mess on it. That's so
1: right. And okay. then they show
2: it to you backwards so it looks like it's cleaning up the mess that's and returning so... to its ma- but it was already clean. And after that I was like Okay, I really felt. I'm, yes. I'm into the Matrix. Yes, yes. I'm. I've I've overwoken. Yeah, definitely. I've read pills myself on the Grout community, <laughs> and I. But I was like, that's what they're doing. A lot of the makeup stuff, you know. Similarly, I watched this woman clip a little bit of um, a little bit of Sellotape sort of here to above her eye and then her whole face. <laughs> Completely different, and um she was like, "It's completely invisible, and it did look invisible." I saw those things. Yeah. It's not. And then invisible. when she, pe- of course, it would. be. I bought be. it.
1: Obviously, did you? Yes. And did it help? No. Oh, okay. Help what? I mean, my eyebrow was higher. Yeah, like that's literally what happened. And but I could elevate my eyebrow higher. Oh well, that could be something. <laughs> it's definitely something. <laughs> something. But then when she, because she was like, "Look,
2: it's a so sew up like this," and then she. <laughs> She peeled it off and then she was like, and now this is my normal eye. And she was basically just like, it was, yeah. <laughs> she was just completely like squinting it shut so it would look more impressively different. And it did, and it did work because we bought it. You know, the
1: advert worked, but it didn't work. Sorry, yeah,
2: of course. The ad, that's my point. Yeah. The advert worked. And this is it. So much of it is like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. Everyone else is doing it right. I'm just slapping it on. I don't know what I'm doing. Be like, it's your face and whatever you're doing is correct. Mm. If you don't enjoy doing it, don't do it. If you'd like to experiment, make sure you find somebody that's got exactly your eyes. Yeah, and, and, skin, ask for them back. and skin
1: tone as well. And, like, <laughs> like everything about it is, like, just try to match it. And also, like, ask your friends and stuff. Mm. Because there, there's so many instances where I've noticed that, like, I don't know, I've gone to a party or something and someone's got, like, a really cool... Basically, my, my sister does really cool, like, eye makeup. And I asked her, like, where she got the stuff from. And she told me and I got it. And it is amazing. But, like, when I put it on, it's this really cool... Um, Eyeshadow pen that's very, what's the word, high pigment. So it's like really colourful when you when you put it on. But when I put it on, I, it's, it's, well, it's like the, I'm wearing a headscarf and I can't stop being like, look at my headscarf! Like, mm. oh, like a hat. A headscarf's a weird choice. I wouldn't wear a headscarf, but like, you know, a hat, a top hat. And all I'm doing is thinking, like, God, I've got this big, because per- I, I can't deal with eyeshadow. So I've got this big purple eyeshadow on. And everyone must be thinking, well, she's certainly putting purple eyeshadow on. And like, that's not, and I wear makeup every day, but I can't deal with the purple eyeshadow. Like, so everyone's got their own sort of, their own bar their, their own, own line. thing. And it's so unhelpful to go into that thing of like, you've got an oval face, so you should shade this bit of your cheekbone. You've got lips like this, so you should... It's so... Once you start getting into that, because there are loads of like TikTok filters that like show you how you should do your eyebrows or like what you should... And it's all, all of that, apart from the fact that it's bullshit, like, you know, that kind of like, you know, everyone's eyebrow hairs are now like vertical, have you seen Mm -hmm. that? And like, when you get them laminated, Gina got hers, my sister got hers hers laminated, and then, like, she was like, yeah, it was great for a day, and then you sleep on it, and it gets all messy, but because it's all like covered in glue, it's, it's just messy and covered in... So it was, my eyebrows looked absolutely horrific for like two weeks afterwards because I couldn't I, I couldn't get them straight again because they'd kinked my actual eyebrow hair. And I was like, this sounds horrific. Oh, it's God. everything is like, you know, you go like, oh, I should get a bikini wax and you get ingrown hair and you're like, well, I can't sit down, for example. And everything <laughs> has got an element to it that's like a bit shit and nothing is as good as it seems. So all of that, like what you should do, what you shouldn't do, don't... Think about that. Just think about the things like like for you, it's like you clearly like creams. You clearly like blusher and things like that. Like that, Great. Just pick something nice and, and like p- pick something low level but you're not going to be like, I look like a clown because you don't need to look like a clown and you, um, you don't need to feel like you look like a clown. There's no need to do that. Like just don't force yourself to do anything which feels like quite an anodyne how to do makeup episode because it's just like don't worry. But well, don't worry. This is my final thought because we must come to the end. Uh, capitalism
0: Oh
2: god They cannot right. sell you anything If you do not believe That your eyebrows Need to be laminated Absolutely They cannot sell you The stuff Unless you think There is something wrong with you And that is just Your decision
1: to be like I don't think I think I look great Yeah
2: be like, I'm. I, you won't sell me anything
1: And also If you do want to Dabble in capitalism There are other ways To look put put together Like okay So you're not like A big makeup person Then do you Like make your hair Your thing You know Do like Get your nails shall act and like if you're going to to a party I mean like for a party and you want to look you don't have to have like a full face full of makeup to look put together often people just look like they're wearing if if you're wearing loads of makeup you often just look like you're wearing loads of makeup Mm. and at the moment it's all about clean girl aesthetic which is like Literally, what? Oh, that's lucky. You do. Yeah. Oh, now, I've waited my whole life for this to come around. I know around. it's happening. Clean girl, it is. Yeah. Soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. Was that helpful? Who's to say? Who's to say? I, Charlie from from a year ago. I don't think that's helped you. I would
2: watch you if you wanted to do one of those Instagram videos where you just chat to us about like um, the patriarchy while while doing your makeup. You seen those? I can't stop seeing them. But there's yeah, watch like, them I, but like people talk about important things, but also yeah, while their, doing their makeup. Doing their makeup, yeah. and I think they're captivating to watch. They
1: are captivating to watch. I think it's just maybe, interesting. Maybe I'll do one that's like what how i do my makeup but i'll talk about something else all right but also i just don't believe i could ever actually do that why <laughs> the ick factor of me doing it is so huge i'd just be like how, all, all i've got in my head is that everyone i know it and sent it to each other being like oh god she's she's done it she's she's finally become she thinks she's some sort of influencer and i don't i wouldn't be meaning to do it for that reason no. i just think it'd be quite jolly but like um i don't i won't well sp- spiral I, at the beginning spiral at the end yeah yeah
2: lovely and I think that brings us neatly to our next episode how to care less about what other people think oh my god we should do that
1: go and go and feel, feel good B don't worry C go and find some people that look like you you do you and just like a little bit of blending and eye uh, pencil very nice perfect very nice perfect thank you everyone goodbye goodbye, goodbye.